Almighty. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day today. If you are, that is great. And if you are not, keep your head up. Stay focused. Do not let the devil steal your joy. Today is day 28 of the Proverbs Challenge. Let's get into it. The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. When there is moral rot within a nation, its government topples easily, but wise and knowledgeable leaders bring stability. A poor person who oppresses the poor is like a prowling, excuse me, a pondering rain that destroys the crops. To reject the law is to praise the wicked. To obey the law is to fight them. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand completely. Better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and rich. Young people who obey the law are wise. Those with wild friends bring shame to their parents. Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pocket of someone who is kind to the poor. God detects the prayers of a person who ignores the law. Those who lead good people along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the honest will inherit good things. Rich people may think they're wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the when the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. People who conceal their sins will not prosper. But they but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a roaring lion or an attacking bear. A ruler with no understanding will oppress his people, but one who hates corruption will have a long life. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. The blameless will be rescued from harm, but the crooked will be suddenly destroyed. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies end up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. Showing parsley is never good, yet some will do wrong for a mere piece of bread. Greedy people try to get rich quick, but don't realize they're headed for poverty. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery. Anyone who steals from his father and mother and says, what's wrong with that? It's no better than a murderer. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust in their own insight are foolish. But anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, 
but those who close their eyes into poverty will be cursed. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourish. Now I will read the explanations that my Bible provides. Verse 2. For a government or a society to endure, it needs wise, informed leaders, and those are hard to find. Such is the case, especially in a nation weakened by moral decay. Each person's selfishness quickly affects others. A selfish employee who steals from their company ruins its productivity. A selfish driver who drinks before taking the wheel makes the highways unsafe. A selfish spouse who has an adulterous affair often breaks up multiple families. When enough people live for themselves with little concern for how their actions affect others, the resulting moral rot contaminates the entire nation. Are you part of the problem or the solution? Verse 5, because justice is part of God's character, a person who follows God treats others justly. Justice begins with concern about what is happening to others. A Christian cannot be indifferent to human suffering because God isn't. And we certainly must not contribute to human suffering through selfish business practices or unfair government policies. Be sure you are more concerned about justice than merely your own interests. You can't claim to follow God and ignore your neighbor. Verse 9. God does not discard our prayers. If we intend to go back to our sin as soon as we get off our knees, when we forsake our sin and follow him, however, he willingly, he willingly listens no matter how bad our sin has been. What closes his ears is not the death of our sin, but our secret intention to do it again. God hears our intentions as clearly as he hears our words. Verse 11. There is a temptation for rich people to think they are unusually smart and self-significant. If they aren't careful, they can get to the point where they depend on no one and take credit for all they do. But that shows hollow self-esteem. Through dependence on God in their struggles, people who are poor may develop a richness of spirit that no amount of wealth can provide. Let me read it again. People who are poor may develop a richness of spirit that no amount of wealth can provide. A rich person can lose all his or her material wealth but no one can take away a poor person's character. The point of this proverb is that money has no relation to a person's character. Don't be jealous about the money some people have. Money may be all they will ever have. Learn from those who are poor, even as you help them. Verse 13, it is human nature to hide our sins and overlook our mistakes. 
but it's hard to learn from a mistake you don't acknowledge making. And what good is a mistake if it doesn't teach you something? To learn from an error, you need to admit it, analyze it, and make adjustments so that it doesn't happen again. Everyone makes mistakes, but only fools repeat them. Continuing with verse 13, something in each of us strongly resists admitting we are wrong. That is why we admire people who openly and graciously admit their mistakes and sins. These people have strong self-images. They do not always have to be right to feel good about themselves, but willing to reconsider, to admit you are wrong, and to change your plans when necessary. And remember the first step towards forgiveness is confession. Verse 14, this proverb warns against stubbornness. We become stubborn when we rationalize the wrong that we do or cut ourselves off from God's word. Church friends and other Christians who might challenge our ways. Over time, we become insensitive to God's leading and lose the desire to change. Respecting and fearing God means keeping an open mind and open heart towards him. Verse 17 through 18. Helping a murderer feels better is not an act of kindness. The more guilt a murderer feels, the more likely that person is to turn to God and repent. In the same way, if we console and comfort someone in some other serious sin, we may make that way we may make the way easy for them to continue sinning. Guilt can lead to repentance. Verse 26. Many people treat rugged individualists as heroes. We admire the bold, self-directed people who know what they want and fight for it. They are self-relentant. Relentant? Neither giving nor asking for advice, but what a contrast to God's way. No one can know the future or predict the consequences or his or her choices with certainty. Therefore, the totally, the totally self-relentant person may be doomed to fail. While the wise person who depends on God walks a safer and surer path. Verse 27. God wants us to identify with those who are in need, not ignore them. The second part of this proverb could be restated positively. Those who open their eyes to poor people will be blessed. If we help others when they are in trouble, they will often do whatever they can to return a favor. Plus, we have the satisfaction of making a difference in others' making a difference in another person's life. Paul promises that God will supply all our needs. Read Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. He usually does this through other people. What can you do today to help God supply what someone needs?